Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discover the Truth, the podcast from Garrett Metal Detectors. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. It's a pleasure having you along with us today. Today, we're introducing you to two more fantastic uh, metal detector enthusiasts. We're talking to Dustin and Heather Allensworth today here on the show. Dustin and Heather, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So which of you was the first one to decide that metal detecting might be a, a fun hobby, or did you both kind of take it up together? Give us uh, your origin story, if you will. Sure. Yeah, I actually started uh, started back in 2018. Um, I was lucky enough to get an invite from a really good friend to go to one of the uh, seated hunts uh, here in Oklahoma. I went to the seated hunt. I did okay, but what happened that got my interest was I joined the raffle for the gold coin. I actually won the gold coin there at their uh, at their event. So I got super excited about that, and we went detecting again the next day, and I haven't really slowed down a lot since. I didn't get started immediately. I, um, I, I kind of, I, I enjoyed it when I was younger. I enjoyed watching people do it on the beach and stuff and figured, you know, that would be something to get into. But, you know, as you get older, you completely forget about those things unless it's in your family and it wasn't in mine, but he started going. And at first I was like, you know, that's, that's cool. It, it's fun and everything. And then he started water hunting. And when he started bringing home the things that I couldn't have because they're like his little trophies, I was like, no, no, no. I needed this right now. He'd bring home some really pretty jewelry. And I was like, mm, yeah, I need my own. <laughs> <laughs> envy, envy can be a powerful motivator, I suppose, uh, or something along those lines. But so Dustin, tell us a little bit about that water hunting, both of you. What are some of the most impressive and, and, and cool things that you found water hunting? Well, really, uh, the water hunting is, is, is my favorite because I like to find the jewelry, the shiny stuff. I mean, I like to go relic hunting in the winter too, but I really like getting water and find jewelry. And uh, I have a couple of my cooler finds here. Uh, just a couple of rings. These guys are both 14K. Let's see over here. There we go. One has sapphires and diamonds. The other has rubies and diamonds. Um, found both those um, just a few days apart uh, in the same lake. So uh, I, got, I got really lucky there. Um, another cool find. This one's not. This one's, <laughs> this one's more of a funny find than anything. And um, it, it's gold. And I got really lucky I found it because it's tiny gold. But check this out. <laughs> that is someone's false teeth. And it's got a little gold, a little gold cap on one of the teeth with a little heart carved out of it. And if it hadn't been for that little bitty piece of gold cap, um, I wouldn't have found these really cool teeth. But someone lost those while they were swimming, I guess. But um, it has gold on it, so it counts, right? It's one of my cooler finds now. That's incredible. That is incredible. Uh, Heather, what about you? Have you gotten into the, the water hunting uh, since Dustin ha has kind of shown you some of the cool things he's found? And what, what about you? Have you found anything that you, you really enjoy? Yeah, I, I really enjoy the water hunting. Um, I enjoy the land hunting. Um, it's, it's great. We just, Oklahoma is such a young state and, you know, we get the permissions that we get to go, but there's a lot of times that we'd like to go better places but you know the water the water is just here it's perfect it's warm it helps your muscles just a little bit better because you know the buoyancy but anyway i'm blabbing um my best one i think is probably my first gold ring and it is just a typical band but it is 21k which we have never found anything that high so i think this is probably my favorite find just because it is i mean that's pretty rare i guess not rare but rarer that's in, I mean that's that's incredible that that's amazing so 
what sorts of challenges are presented by water hunting and maybe what sorts of equipment and things do you need to really make that happen and, and do it successfully? Are, are there any maybe special tips or tricks that you could give people? Oh, sure. I could go on for a long time about that, but really challenges is, is when you're new, it's, it's really hard to uh, pinpoint in the water um, and find your object. You may have to scoop a whole lot of times in order to be able to, to pull up what you're looking for. So really, you got to learn to pinpoint. You got to you got to spend a lot of time getting used to figuring out your detector. Um, as far as equipment, um, I mean safety first, right? We want to make sure that if you're if you're going to be digging in the sand out there, or really just carrying your scoop and your metal detector all day with your hands wet, you need some good gloves. You need gloves. Mm -hmm. You need gloves. to wear shoes um, to protect your feet from the glass because there's always a lot of broken glass out there in that sand. And hooks. And hooks. We pull a lot of fishing lures and things out. I've had them stuck in my shoe before. So you need some shoes, need some gloves. Um, of course, the sun is brutal. Get hat and glasses and sunscreen. Oh, protect the eyes. Yes. So protect yourself. But as far as the actual equipment you need, um, of course, you want to detect it. It's not going to drown. So something from like the AT series is good. Um, also, you need a good uh, water scoop or a dry, I'm sorry, not a dry sand scoop, a wet sand scoop uh, for being in the water. Dry sand scoops better for up on the sand. They have different size holes. So it's important that you have the right one. Um, and then you need earrings with the small holes. Yeah, they'll fall through the holes. Um, and then you need a bag, something you can put all your finds and trash and stuff in and be able to haul that out there at the end of the day. Um, and then if you like to do what we call noodling, where you're in the shallow water and you don't want to use your scoop, um, you can take your pinpointer and just stick it down in the water and, and pull your item up by hand. But again, not without gloves. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to actually find, uh, accidentally find another hook or something like that with your bare hands, obviously. That would, uh, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a mistake you only make once and then, uh, hopefully never again. But, um, that's really interesting. So have any of y'all's kids gotten into, gotten into detecting or anything like that? Is this a, a passion or an enthusiasm that they share as well? Yeah. They, they're getting into it more. Um, they like going to the beach, of course, playing in the water and whatnot. And when they get bored with playing with each other or, fighting too much of course then they like to move to the sand and they'll use sometimes you know they'll use ours or they'll just you know beg for our pinpointers and do the shallows or whatnot and they they like doing the seated hunts of course because you know it's a lot of fun it gets a lot of people together they make friends and it gives them a little bit of a quick challenge but yeah they they're they're getting into it more they're, they really enjoy it that's awesome. That's awesome. So, Heather, I, I I believe I've heard a story that you've been able to return a lost phone to someone in the past. How does that experience rank with, you know, being able to find coins or relics or other things along those lines? Tell me about that, the, the phone story. Yeah. Okay. So the phone, um, kind of funny story. I, I found it and it had been lost for a little while and it, it figured, it took me forever to figure out how to return the phone to him. Um, I... I tried and tried and tried and it just, it, some, it seemed like it was just a no-go and I would never, you know, I was never going to get it. And then finally I got a little tip and tried it, worked. I contacted them. They had been missing it for like six months. <laughs> so he was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like my faith in humanity is restored. And, and I think that that was my first recovery. He, he has a few he could tell you about, but that was my first recovery. And it just, it gives you that. I don't know, that just warm, fuzzy feeling that you're, you know, you're doing something good, but also, I mean, the smile on their face, you know, you, you return a ring like he has, and it's just, it, it's just, you feel that they're, they're so grateful and, and thankful for that. And it's just, there's, there's no feeling like that, to be honest, there really isn't. 
Dustin, do you have a, a similar story you want to share that, uh, you know, kind of comes along those lines where you're able to return something? Sure. Yeah. I actually got lucky and found my first class ring uh, in a swimming hole and I found the lady who owned it and had a little trouble getting in contact with her because she didn't, she didn't think it was legit. Her <laughs> ring had been stolen many years ago. And uh, she said, she, when I handed it to her, she said, how did you get it so clean? Because she was expecting it to be charred. It had been through a house fire and it's been stolen later. And I don't know, I guess someone either chunked it in or wore it to the swimming hole. And, and uh, I found it about as deep as I could possibly go. And uh, so that was, that was really rewarding to be able to give that back to her. Um, it was really special. And then another time we were, um, we were on the beach in Alabama and I was just doing my thing on the beach. And I had a guy come up to me a little frantically asking for my help. It was getting dark and the whole family had gotten packed up and was ready to go and he couldn't find his keys. So they had dropped their keys in the sand and it was underneath one of the chairs. They had an idea where it was and it took me about 90 seconds to find it. It was super easy and it was so cool to see their faces light up. It's just, it's my favorite part about metal detecting. They were happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that. Otherwise they would have been spending a night at the beach without your help. So uh, yeah. yeah, good uh, good work in that regard. And yeah, that, that's that's absolutely rewarding and, uh, and, and a great story. Um, do either of y'all have, you know, bucket list items or things that you would love to, to still find one day? Um, you know, that, that are kind of in your mind or, or goals or anything along those lines? Let's see. I kind of feel like we, we do two different seasons, you know, with the water hunting and then land hunting. Because when, when we go water hunting, it's it's all summer long. We don't do anything else. We're in the water all the time. So I guess for land hunting, I I know gold coins, all that stuff, is that like that's everybody's bucket list, right, if you don't have one. But I want to find a skeleton key. Like, I like the objects that are dropped and the people are like, crap, where is that? You know? And so it's like, I, I love those and a skeleton key is just, I don't know. There's something very just interesting about it. I'd like to find one. And then for the water, I don't know, because I have my 21 K, I guess a 21 K with some jewels on it or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Something just, something as pretty as his that I can have. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Dustin? Well, um, in the water, I've yet to find anything made of platinum. I'm, I'm interested in finding a platinum ring. I've got a load of gold rings, so I'm ready to move up. Um, that'll happen eventually. But I, I'm, I would really like to find something more specific on land as far as all the coins go. A gold coin would be really cool. But I really like the three-cent silvers. I try and I'd like to find one of those. And um, they're going to be really hard to find here in Oklahoma. So <laughs> if I ever find one here, it'll be, it'll be really cool. So obviously you guys both do a lot of your uh, detecting in Oklahoma, but is there anywhere in the world that you would love to go? And, and maybe the question should be, if you could detect anywhere in the world, where would you love to go? Well, for me, I have mostly detected only here in Oklahoma and a couple of other states uh, nearby. I've never had the chance to go out anywhere on like the East Coast where there's really old history out there. I think that would just be neat to be able to. I have found one Civil War item, you know, in the years that I've been detecting here in Oklahoma. And I think it would be neat to go out there and, and hunt for those kind of things where it's maybe a little bit easier to find them, you know, um, they're, where they're more plentiful at least. I think mine's the beaches. Give me another warm beach somewhere on the East Coast. Oh, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> Heather's always drawn to that water, right? Um, it's, it's what it sounds like. It's what it sounds like, it's, especially for both of you. So uh, final question here is just, um, you know, what, 
if there are people out there who have never gotten into metal detecting or never tried it or are like have it in the back of their mind of oh that might be something fun what advice would you give them what 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 kind of um maybe tips would you give them to kind of push them over to the, the edge just to try it well um i would suggest going to uh, if they've never tried it and they just want to get started from my experience going to that seated hunt was something that really broke the ice for me because it's it's all planted it's easy to find there are a lot of people there that know a lot about metal detecting and so go to one of those and and make friends and find other people that can maybe you know take you under their wing and and show you where to go or even show you how to use the machine but in the end it's really it's really you got to have patience because it, it takes a lot of time to learn one of the machines it takes a lot of time to be able to find places to go that either have history or haven't already been hunted out so you you if you make up your mind that it's something you want to do, um, you've got to stick with it for a while. Patience is a big one for me, especially in the beginning. Uh, when he was doing so well, I was just like, well, why am I not? And so patience is big. And then, especially if you, if you water hunt, maybe just try to do it, try to, you know, lay out some things that you know you might find or want to find, you know, with certain, certain signals put on, you know, blindfold or just close your eyes and just listen to it. So listen to your machine instead of just, you know, reading the numbers or, you know, something like that. Um, and then bring snacks. <laughs> you need snacks and water on your trips, no matter what, because it, it can get a little bit, you know, a little bit grueling on the arm and the body and stuff. So if you have some sustenance to keep you up, that, yeah, he said all the good stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, snacks are always important. Uh, yeah, always a good idea to have snacks. Dustin and Heather Allensworth, y'all, thank you so much for joining us here on this episode of Discover the Truth and telling us a little bit about your story, how you got into metal detecting and uh, and what you're doing now. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you thank for having you. us. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Discover the Truth. And uh, thank you for learning a little bit more about Dustin and Heather along with us. For more, you can always go subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest stories that we're getting from metal detectorists all around the world. So you want to subscribe and stay up to date with the latest from Garrett Metal Detectors. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for this one, for my guests today, Dustin and Heather, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.